Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by Connor. How you doing, Connor? I, I, well, I, I mean, I, I don't know what those pauses were. I thought you were breaking up a bit. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, Connor, we've been over this many, many times. I always have to change up the intro in some stupid way because I get bored of saying more or less the same thing every time we do an episode. Well, how can you get so. bored? I mean, we haven't done this in so long. This is like, uh, you know, hey, going... Hey, this, hey, now. This. Let's, let's, you know, I know we have to address the elephant in the room that we haven't had a new episode in three weeks. Um, and I think but, we know why. I think we know why. Well, I mean, everybody was, was just gone, you know? You were on vacation. Mark was in Oklahoma. You know, it's, it's well, all over the Well, I think the, the reason is that I'm the glue of this show oh, yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. And no when question I'm about it. on vacation to an to another country the show doesn't go on you know so yeah clearly, i, mean, we, I we, need what to we be do here. you know you need to be here yeah you're, you're definitely i mean i could have done something but like i was busy with other stuff as well right well i mean so, so many you, excuses so many excuses you, know, you can yeah, make millions of excuses yeah um, shame but you know on, what shame on you all here, here's what i'm gonna say though i i am going to blame it on um cinema because there has not been very many good reasons to go to theaters, except for maybe like the last week or so. So like, I just had, you know, I haven't watched anything. I haven't been going going to the movies. Like, what about well, the hundred would... years of like film history and things that you could see instead? Well, yeah, you know, I, I certainly could watch, you know, any 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 old movie and then talk about an old movie or whatever. You know, it's, it's every once in a while you need a break, okay? Sure, it's an unannounced break, but it was a break, and now we're back, we're good to go, we're happy, we're here to talk about movies, some new movies, um, probably movies that, well, at least one of them you can see in theaters right now. One of them you can't see in theaters right now, but it'll probably be in, in you know, on streaming relatively soon, so that'll be good. Um, but, you know, it's great. You know, tonight's the Emmys too, Connor? Did you know that? I did. I saw, I saw something about that, yeah. Yeah, so so the night we were recording this is the night of the Emmys. Um, I have not watched it because I would, you know, I would rather do anything else than watch the Emmys. But I did see that uh, Rhea Seahorn did not win for supporting actress for Better Call Saul. So um, Ray Seahorn uh, didn't win. Who who they gave it to instead? I think they gave it to that Ozark girl. Ah, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, you know, it feels like this was this was her chance to uh to finally get a win and you know people are not happy about uh about this one. But hey, you know, what can you do? It's the Emmys. They they mean nothing. They're like the worst award ceremony next to the Grammys. I wonder if like these have to like get more relevance now now that like some of the like award shows are kind of like nonsense or like don't they don't give any credence to like what? What is the the one? The Golden Globes like don't exist, you know? Yeah, the like Golden no one... Globes basically don't exist anymore. Um, but I feel like the Emmys have always been kind of junk. Like I don't think anybody's ever really. I feel like the Emmys have the allure of prestige that the Oscars have, just because it's like, you know, the the big one for TV. But like then you think that ah, it's just TV. Who cares? Ready for you my know? Kyle joke? How can it yeah. be? <laughs> How can it mean nothing when Keenan Thompson is the host? 
I guess that, yeah, that seems like something Kyle might say. <laughs> he he would. He, wouldn't think, he would just see yeah. that, like, just scrolling, and then he would see that, and then he would just yeah, see yeah, yeah, it, yeah, just, just, like just blur it out, yeah. Yeah, we need to get Kyle back on the show sometimes, but he hasn't watched a movie in probably like two years. So, we, we, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, speaking of taking a break, um, but yeah, you know, I, I just uh, I, I can't I can't really muster any feelings about the Emmys. It just doesn't really seem like a uh, an award ceremony that, that's that's got any clout anymore. You know, it just doesn't really have anything going for it. It's it's, it's got got no got no nothing. Um, no juice. Uh, I'll, no juice. I'll, huh? I'll I'll watch the Oscars. You know that's that's pretty much the only one I'll watch, and not necessarily because I care about the results, but it just it seems like the only one that has any even remote amount of uh, semi prestige to it. If that's gonna makes be hard sense. to top last year in entertainment it's gonna be value. Hard to, it is very gonna be very hard to top last year in entertainment value. That is true. Uh, but hey, who knows? We'll see pretty soon. You know, like early next year. I mean, like what's like six months, something like that, a little less. Um, all right. How about we uh, talk about some of the movies? There's one movie that both of us saw. I actually saw this like last week when it was still in theaters, um, and you saw it. I think probably over the weekend. Um, this was a interesting movie that came out because it's a George Miller movie. And of course, if you know the name George Miller, he's of course the guy who's directed all the Mad Max movies, written and directed Mad Max movies, um, and you know just one of, one of like the contemporary master movie filmmakers. You know, so when this movie kind of dropped in theaters out of nowhere, and pretty much nobody was talking about it until it was just out, and was like, oh hey, you can see this. It's kind of kind of wild, right? And like, you know, it's like we had there's a new George Miller movie out, and like. There's like no fanfare for it whatsoever. Um, I found that very surprising. And he's also uh, got like so much range too. Like yeah, the, the like he, he's in the Mad Max movies, the super action movies. But this is also the guy that did Babe Pig in the City. Yeah, yeah Happy and, feet and, and Happy Feet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. no, he's he's a uh, versatile guy. You know, an interesting filmmaker, an interesting guy. Um. And yeah, it's just surprising that the first his first movie since Mad Max Fury Road, which was like, you know, such a massive movie, such a great movie, and is so well regarded. And this movie just kind of drops with a thud. It's like, hey, you know, here it is. You, you know, see it if you want it. No, no, no marketing. No, no anything. Um, I, 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 I went to see it just based on the fact that it was directed by George Miller. If I knew what it was about, I, I don't know that I would have said no. But my guess is that this, like, this movie isn't really lighting up the box office because it's kind of weird. Um, and <laughs> I kind of like it. I don't know if I want to call it a passion project, but it's definitely not something that is going to have the same mass market appeal as a Mad Max Fury Road did. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's why, maybe like the, the studio that was putting it out was like, yeah, this. This this is just a little bit too niche of a product to uh, to to do anything substantial with. I do think it's a bummer though because it probably didn't make a lot of money. Um, and you know maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll get something on on home video eventually. But yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. So do you have the uh, the synopsis up by any chance, Connor? Sure, I'll read the IMDb thing. A lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a jinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. To be clear, so I don't think the, we've even mentioned this. The movie is called 3,000 Years of Longing. Oh, 
You want to put that in at the beginning? <laughs> nah, it's fine. We'll do it live. <laughs> okay, yeah, so 3,000 years of, of longing. So see, that's the thing, you know, there was so little marketing that we didn't even remember the title or to say that we, <laughs> to say the title. Uh, yeah, so the, the lonely scholar is, is Tilda Swinton, who's, you know, of, of course, of course, great. And then the, the gin and the, the gin is, is like, it's like the genie, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the genie it's from the, G- those movies. Yeah. Um, gin spelled D J I N N. If you've ever encountered, mm-hmm. you know, that, that mythical creature along your, your travels. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's played by, uh, Idris Elba. So, uh, yes, yes. Uh yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, Joey, what do you think? Um, so w- one of the reasons why we haven't done an episode in three weeks is because I went to see this movie with the full intention of doing an episode about it. I was the only one who saw it. I was going to do like a solo episode, but after I watched it, I was like, I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> like I, I was, I was just like completely at a loss. Um, I think now with some distance, I feel a little bit more equipped to talk about it. Um, my my first thought is that I, I think this is a tough sell for a wide audience because it's kind of hokey and a little, maybe a little dorky would be a, <laughs> a, a, good, a good word for it. Um, and it's it's not in a way that I think is like, like really bad or anything. Like I don't think that it's like embarrassing or, or anything. I just think that like the the concept of the movie feels like it's a big ask to get you to be like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll go along with with this because it's it's very very kind of silly um, of a premise. Like, <laughs> but that said, I think that the performances are really great and there's some great stuff, particularly in like the first two-thirds of the movie i think the ending and like the last act is kind of not great um it's kind of feels a little amorphous kind of kind of like it didn't really know how to stick the landing um but i do think that like the bulk of the movie is a really compelling story in a lot of ways um because basically what this is is like it's sort of like a collection of mini stories in a way um, because what, what happens here is that this, this main character played by Tilda Swinton, her name is Alethea, and she's like a professor of, of literature and, and studies like ancient mythology and stuff. And there's this, the movie starts with like her doing this presentation where it, they're basically talking about like old myth existed as a way for humans to explain circumstances that they couldn't understand, you know, weather or, or you know, any, anything that seemed like, like completely inexplicable but then eventually science fills in those gaps and those mythological creatures that explain all of these like you know natural phenomena start to disappear because now we have like scientific explanations for them or whatever um but she's having these kind of visions of these actual mythical creatures a little bit um as if they were as if they were real and then she finds a bottle in like a store in i don't know istanbul where she is yeah she finds a bottle in the store and in her ho- or in her hotel room she opens the bottle and the the Idris Elba genie comes out of it the gin um and so yeah the, the basic idea is like yes these myth- mythological creatures are real we don't see them much anymore but this is a circumstance where this person has encountered one of them um and now 
because of the rules of this mythological jinn, it's he gets um he has he offers her three wishes basically and she can choose to answer those wishes and if she does then the jinn will get his freedom if she makes all three wishes basically um so the bulk of the movie is them in white robes in her hotel room and Idris Elba kind of just explaining how he got to the position where he is today um, which is where the title comes from, which is he's been in this bottle for 3,000 years or whatever. And there's been multiple instances where he's gotten out of a bottle and then placed back into a bottle. And he's basically explaining the story of how he went from just being this mythological creature to being trapped for you know a couple hundred years, then getting out, being in a different story, then getting trapped again, you know, all this stuff, until finally we get to the present day. And each of those stories is told in flashbacks. So we see like the the ancient times of his... Uh, his adventures and the situations that he gets in. And each of those stories is like a unique little short story that he tells. Um, and some of them I, I think are really compelling. Like they're, they're yeah, I, I agree. Like that to me is the best stuff in the movie is like when, when they're together talking about these stories and then we're flashing back to all these interactions. Um, and yeah, like once you, you kind of get past the, like this is kind of a dorky fantasy thing where we're supposed to buy that like though this mythological creature is actually here and it's like it's very on the nose with the whole like science mythology thing so you, at first you kind of got to be like okay i'll I'm, I'm gonna give this one to you but then once you do it's like I, I really think that the uh the performances are really really great and some of the stories are really really entertaining and interesting and funny so at <laughs> some parts um <laughs> so yeah i, I mean like i i, I I like it overall. I wish that the ending was better, or like the last, the last third or so of the movie was a little bit better. But other than that, I mean, I, I, I would recommend it. I think it's, a, it's an interesting movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get. Well, one thing that too that that uh, I'll add is that it, visually, it, it, it's like really pretty great to look at. Oh yeah, like all oh, the that sequences. Me. It's like, <laughs> you saying that reminds me that uh, this is another one of those movies. I'm loving this tradition lately of where we're having these introductions from the filmmakers where we oh, got like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like top, the Top Gun Maverick. We got, you know, Tom Cruise saying, thank you guys so much for coming out to the theaters to see this movie. And here we got George Miller before the movie being like, yeah, this movie was designed for theaters. Thank you for coming out. And it really is because like the, the special effects are really, really something. Yeah, I think that's a part of that is a push to like make sure people go to the theaters again, because I think the movie yeah. industry is going to be in <laughs> big trouble without it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it really is like great to look at, like all the different sequences. There's all like, I, I really like the way the gin, like Idris Elba kind of like f- disappears into like smoke and like, mm. in his, like, like it, it looks really good. Like, yeah, it uh, does. The whole way through the, and I, I would agree, like the sequences in, in being told in flashback, I uh, I do really uh, think are the are the best parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, I found the story with with uh, uh, Tilda Swinton's character to just not be very compelling. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I, I get it. She's she's a lonely like scholar who's trying to convince herself that she's fine with the way her her, her situation is. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, yeah, but that's pretty, and that's pretty much it. Like, there's nothing else to it, uh, yeah, which is why the, the 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 final act is just so. It's such like a a, a letdown from everything else that you've seen to that point because it kind of stops yeah. all of the fantastical part 
mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. And it kind of just gets to yeah, I I don't know. The ending just it felt very like uh I I don't know. It just it it's like it's ran a little, out of steam. A little undercooked, a little too long, you know, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's like, right. Like, I feel like the movie peaks so so much earlier and then it's just like kind of a a slow roll to the finish. Um with with some bizarre scenes that don't really feel well fleshed out. Yes. Um, like she has some interaction with her neighbors that I just thought was like this. This just does not feel like it was. <laughs> it, 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 no one's bringing their A game here. No, and um, it also didn't feel part of the movie. Like yeah, it, it was, was very it, strange. Very. There strange. was no no aspect of this movie had anything to do with like racist neighbors or whatever yeah it was <laughs> like, it was very very strange this is very bizarre pivot and I, I i don't know what to, what anything else to, to say about it but the whole the whole third act just feels a little bit strange and you, i think that this was this was a covid movie like this was a movie that was like the production was halted during covid i'm pretty sure um so that there some of the jank in it might be a result of production problems as a result of that that's that's sort of what i'm getting an impression of and and we are in that season right like this is the season of all the covid movies like the elvis movie just came out fairly recently that was one of the big covid movies if you remember because that was when it was it was announced that that uh tom tom hanks got uh covid while he was making that movie Mm, Um, right that was so that was like a big a big like news story early in the pandemic so yeah like all these movies are coming out now and like we're we're kind of seeing the effects of it I think a little bit, but uh, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. It it's uh, I don't know. I guess that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the uh, it's pretty much the bit, you know. Like I I I wanted to like it more just based on like the it being a George Miller movie. I like I like the ideas. I just I think that like it, the stuff in the the past. And like the stories of the past work the best for me, probably because we're not being asked to buy the like magical creature in modern times bit, you know, that's the part Mm -hmm. that makes it kind of kind of seem a little hokey sometimes. Um, But when we're actually in the past, it just feels like a fantasy movie and then it works and it it feels fine. Um, But I do like them in in the hotel because I just find the the image of this genie in a white (laughs) like bathrobe really funny. Um, I find all that fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like found that, that, that final act just just yeah, real. The final act like, really, really hurts it. I think. Yeah. Okay. Want to stay on the the topic or not topic, but to stay stay on Il- Idris Elba. This yeah, this is the Idris Elba special. I think you know, and I'm I'm all about that. I didn't see this movie that we're about to talk about, which is a movie that I think is still in theaters, and you could probably go check out right now. Um, but I remember the trailer for it, and this is that movie Beast. You know, Idris mm. Elba. And Charlto Copley against uh, a lion, right? If I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, that's uh, you got it right. So, <laughs> is that description like? Is this movie anything more than that description? Or is that pretty much uh, pretty much sum it up? That's uh, the entire movie. Oh, that's great! I got to see this. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, he, all right, kind of get. Let's let's before we get ahead of ourselves. Can you give us a synopsis of Beast? Like I know that like well, I just said it, but like what does IMDb say about it? Yeah, sure. I mean, a father and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on uh, proving that the savanna 
has but one apex predator. <laughs> I like that synopsis because I like that it gives the uh, the lion some intention. You know, like mm-hmm. the lion is out to prove himself. Yeah, I like well, that. the movie kind of implies that in in the thing where you find out that the uh, the the District Nine guy, Wickes, Char- Charlton Copley. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> um, he's he's a I guess he's he's friends with uh, with with Idris Elba's mm-hmm. character, and you know he's he's bringing his his two daughters there to kind of get you know on some kind of getaway after their mother passes away, who, mm-hmm. who he's like who he's who he wasn't even with, but then she she passes away like somewhat suddenly. I think she was mm-hmm. sick, but. It, it, you know they weren't weren't ready for that so like, it was kind of a way to get get back out really mm-hmm, kind of a weird mm-hmm. thing to do i would say and his his buddy is a uh is a hunter of of like uh poachers so people oh, who are okay. illegally poaching like animals yeah like, sure. he he hunts he hunts them <laughs> so uh what the lion is doing in this this rogue lion uh is you know, I'm giving away the whole movie, but I don't care. It's is, fine. <laughs> he, like in the trailer, gives away everything, so I, I don't mind doing it. I mean, it, it, I what can you possibly give away? Well, in I a don't. Movie yeah, exactly. Like, the the <laughs> lion is it's a it's a rogue lion, and it's essentially acting on its own to not eat its prey or anything like that. It's just like going after who what it believes are are its. Uh, you know, to get revenge, like on the poachers and everything, okay. to kind of just like kill them. So it's. I like, really uh, love the idea of a lion wanting to take revenge. I think that's really awesome. Yes, it's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's that's essentially what happens. There's uh, it. It's uh, you know, big CGI lion. It gets really. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty <laughs> goofy. A lot of, like they they clearly like run out of things to like do with it at one point and then they're just like all right it's, it's time to just end this so let's just have idris elba fight the lion at the end i did see in the trailer there's like a moment where like like right at the end of the trailer like idris elba's fighting the lion and he like punches it in the face i thought that was awesome oh my gosh it, it is the funniest thing too to, to watch <laughs> and I'm, I'm dying in the theater just cracking up because it's so ridiculous he's getting like mauled and he's like punching it and he's like not you know it, it was the silliest thing ever but it and that is the end of the movie too wow when they just like run out of things to do with it it's uh it i i don't know it's like such a thin story i i really don't know what the inspiration was for for this one but so that that's really it there's really nothing else to say no there i no there isn't like they try to like put a little a bit of the family man stuff thing to try to bring sure his, his yeah two daughters and stuff but it, it, it's so half-baked and like it the storyline is like so uh and the writing like he's he play he's a doctor or he went to med school and he okay. lets you know that like there's a there's a line that i also cracked up with during the movie where they have to like go to another car and uh, okay. you know, one of his daughters goes, Dad, don't you know how to hotwire a car? And he's like, no, I don't know how to hotwire a car. I went to med school. 
you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's oh, a good so line. that's what yeah. <laughs> but the whole movie is like that yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah so it's like that's why he's able to like patch up cuts from when people are getting mauled by the by the lion and everything sure yeah because he went to yeah. med school Joey. well yeah it, it, that's uh it's a little screenwriter thing you know just, uh, yeah, he, just say he's a doctor and then you're, you're, you go you're good to go Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 set it all up. So <laughs> I, I'm 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 struggling to tell whether or not this was a good experience for you or a bad one, and whether or not you would recommend others have this experience. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of goofy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it, it's really short too. It's an hour and thirty minutes, but it felt like it was a. I, I thought it was shorter than that. Like, I thought it was, like, an hour with just how mm-hmm. little happened other than, like, he fights a lion. <laughs> um, but there's really not much more to say here. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. You know, I, I love a good, you know, bare-bones movie that you, you see and you're like, all right, well, that was something that I saw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I guess if, if, that, <laughs> if any of what I said sounds um, appealing to you, then I guess I recommend it for those people that's something to do right you know, get out of the house and uh <laughs> see. Oh, well I, I will say the, the big movie that people are talking about right now that we haven't seen yet but maybe we should go see this is that movie barbarian have you heard of yeah this? yep um there's some kind of horror movie that apparently you know apparently it goes places that you wouldn't expect uh, i was surprises I, I would have saw that one but i think my girlfriend would have been a little too scared of uh barbarian uh, yeah, wasn't it? I could have sworn I saw a trailer for this. Isn't it something like there's there's a Airbnb mix up or something, and some woman goes to a place that some guy is already at, but he's like, "Oh, you can stay here, or whatever." And then it turns out the guy is involved in something weird. I think that or, was the trailer. Or, I don't know if he was involved in something weird, or he just kind of like stumbled into something that was yeah. Uh, like he vanishes at some point, then something strange is going on in the basement, and then that, yeah, that's all the trailer like would would tell you. But all the the impressions I'm getting from people are that it, you know, it, it definitely goes places that you wouldn't expect. So right, well, I don't sounds... know. People are saying it's pretty good. They're having a good time with it. So maybe that's well, the one I... that you go see instead of a I... uh, sort of beast. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, unless you're just a big Idris Elba completionist. Unless unless you're a big Idris Elba guy, and you know, me and you are big Idris Elba guys. I'm a big fan. I think I I, I, I think he's cool. From, like, I like the first him. thing I saw him in was was. Uh, was the wire the wire and then, right? and yeah, then he yeah. turned into like a megastar yeah yeah it didn't take long yeah he's been everything what's your favorite idris elba movie joey oh man that's a that's a tough question well let's let's see it's not gonna be thor um <laughs> it's not gonna be pacific rim no um, that, wasn't he I'm going to go with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where he was mm. the, uh, the voice of Knuckles, the, uh, the, the famous Knuckles character in the Sonic universe. Um, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, my favorite thing is The Wire. We played the iconic Stringer Bell. I still got to watch The Wire. That's, that's the, uh, the, the thing here. You know, I feel like The Wire is probably his best thing. That would, that would be my guess, um, but I, yeah, I still have not watched that show. Yes, it's uh, it's it, the wire is actually fantastic. I would uh, mm-hmm. highly recommend it, even for someone like you, Joey, who does not like TV. 
I'm not a big TV guy, but that was that show came out before like TV was what it is now, you know. So yeah. I feel like that that's still a fair game. But yeah, we'll, we'll you know we'll get there eventually. You know, I'll find the time for it. I'm sure. But until then, you know, this has been a great episode of Lopes on Movies. It's good to be back. You know, next week maybe we'll maybe we'll, we'll see Barbarian and we'll actually talk about it. Maybe that'll be fun. A good thing to do. But we got some other things in the tank that we're we're cooking up. Know, some some spicy episodes we got planned so yep you know look sure forward do. to that it's gonna be great and we will see you next week <laughs>